And welcome to Versus Player. The, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between. I'm Jason. This is Joe, and that's Jonathan. Let's talk about Zelda. Woo! <laughs> it's going to be one of those podcasts. All right. Well, yeah, I don't need to say anything else. I'm just going to leave it to the Jason Joe I lo- show. I-, I love the enthusiasm, Jason. You said it last week about me, mate. That's awesome. Let's get right into it. Zelda. Jason. Is it Zelda or is it the Switch? What are we talking about? What are we going to talk about first? Zelda, Zelda and the Switch kind of go hand in hand. Okay, because somebody needs to rein this horse show in. This horse show. I'll talk about Horizon 2. I'm sure there was, an, there was some sort of okay. acronym of... Or not acronym. See, I've lost the ability to speak because... <laughs> You guys are throwing me, so I'm just going to leave it to you. Um, Zelda, Horizon, the Switch. Let's talk about the Switch first. Switch. You've, we've all played the Switch now. Yes. What do we think? Jonathan, what do you think? It's a good question. Um, actually, I haven't played it undocked. Huh. I've only played it docked. You know that you have the ability right now to pick it up and play it undocked if you really want to. Oh, I'm so going to do At it while you guys you are talking. At some point, you get bored while we're like... Yeah, it's going to happen in about five seconds. ...fighting about Horizon slash Zelda. Yes. It isn't really going to be a fight, though, because I no, know Horizon not. is a good game and you think that, that Zelda is a good game. Yeah. I mean, I you recognize Zelda's yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you haven't used it undocked, but it's pretty cool. Oh, no. I really like it. It's cool. I don't... Uh, here's the thing, right? Like, that I was really think- mediocre. Oh, I really like it. It's cool. Sorry. I, I apologize. I want to play with it some more. I'm so far liking a lot of it, but I don't think I've explored it enough to to form a solid opinion, but I really did like what I saw well, of Zelda. Jace, what are you calling it at the moment? You're not calling it the Switch, you're calling it the... Zelda machine. The Zelda machine. It is a Zelda machine. Yeah. Like, the Switch as a unit isn't... Like, it's impressive in terms of the fact that they've found a really cool way to be able to add controls to the side of it um, and the way that it works with the docking system, which, honestly, the dock isn't too crash hot. It's really just... It's like a, a USB-C HDMI converter thing. Like hidden, it doesn't hidden away behind, yeah, uh, and it doesn't really like it's on. Like you guys haven't really touched the dock and unplugged it and stuff, but it's pretty cheap. And they could have definitely done a, like they could have made a better design around it. The, so while you're talking, I'm gonna go check that out. The the user interface and the like, um, like the the software behind it again isn't anything particularly impressive. Yeah, like it's um, you enjoying snipper clips over there, John? Yeah, there's <laughs> the the controls are just there, man. Yeah, I'm get just bring it over here. You can okay. play it. You can play it for the podcast. Um, and you, there's a little, there's a little, oh yeah. Um, in saying that there's a little, uh, what is it? Kickstand. Kickstand at the back. That's rubbish. Um, yeah, I heard the kickstand actually. Oh, oh, you're going to have a little bit of difficulty getting that kickstand out there, my friend. Why? Um, here, let me do it for you. I heard it, I heard it snaps. Oh, ben scared. was telling me about Oh, okay. I was going to be careful. No, I don't know. Jeez, no faith. Well, some faith. It's just like you get your so fingernails Jason is pulling here. out the, the kickstand See, right now for I, our audio listeners. See, I haven't. I don't think I've ever used this in a podcast before, but I was your boss. I am capable of doing these things. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Like I was brain, I was your boss. <laughs> Remember that. I own you. I, I do that to Emma all the time boss, as well. Always your boss. She, she doesn't listen to me. Um, so anyway, <laughs> like, like the you know, there's not much going on with the operating system. I do like the minimalist approach behind it. It's very cool that you can finally use more than one account on the device. It's easy to switch between the two accounts. Um, you know, Jen's got her own file for Zelda. I've got my own file and they're on sort that, of That was really cool. Like it's not a separate should, save file. It's no. like straight up a whole new like user profile with your own me and everything yeah, like so that. So what Jace showed us before was when you went to play Zelda, you pressed the button or pulled down or something before you had the icon up. Which yeah. one was it? To get the two little profiles at the bottom. Uh, you just... You just press Y. Oh, so and when swap. you start the game. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, no, just before you start before the game. You, start, you press and that was, Y and then you do that. Yeah. That was 
incredibly quick. It was much quicker than what happens on the PlayStation yeah. or the Xbox. It's, and then you're right in there. It's super fluid. It's super fast. It's really cool that like... Oh, by the way, I don't know if you can play snippet clips the way that you're holding it. No, I'm trying to get out of it. Uh, home button. And then you should be able to go home and then you can control it from there. So I got to play I didn't say I was playing snippet clips though. <laughs> Going back to Zelda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to play it. Um, ben, who we've spoken about on the podcast at work the other day, brought in his Switch. We had a lunch break. We had about 20 minutes, pulled it out. I spent the first maybe five minutes just kind of holding the thing yeah. and, and, you know, pulling the Joy Cons in and out, yeah. being amazed by the size of the screen. Like, I know we've seen it before, but do just you having it's, it do you right think it's in front the right of me, I think it's the right size completely. Yeah. I, 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 I've heard a lot online people saying, well, it's not truly portable because you can't put it in your pocket. But I'd be too scared to put that in my pocket without a case anyway. Um, and then if you're getting a little case for it, why not get a little, you know, have a little carry bag or something? It's not big. It's not heavy. Yeah. It's a perfect weight. Um, we were playing. We tried a bit of Zelda. Um, then had a go with Snipper Clips. The Joy-Cons, I'm really surprised by how well, how much I like the, the Joy-Cons separately. Like the buttons are incredibly close to the um, analog stick, but it works so well. And you spent more time with it than yeah. I have, Jace, but you, you've you been playing as well with the actual Joy-Con grip. Now, I didn't have a go of that until tonight. Um, how do you find the Joy-Con grip? The Joy-Con grip's like, awesome. I'm not, I'm not going to get a pro controller. And yeah. like I like the versatility of either being able to play it in, in the mode that John is playing it now, which is the portable mode outside of the dock. I like the ability of putting in both into the actual Joy-Con grip itself. I think the size is just right. Yeah. Um, I don't have any real reason to go and purchase... A pro controller like i've got an xbox controller i've got that nvidia shield controller and while i know i can't use those devices on this system i like that i've got something different yeah well, my favorite way to play is taking it out and having both in one hand um it works really really well and you can sort of you can play in a different way like you can just sort of lay on the couch and let yet one hand hang to the side and and it works it takes a, a few minutes to get used to it but yeah. it, it's really, See, really and cool. I, I remember playing super mario galaxy yeah. that way sitting on the couch with my arms by my side yeah and you know doing a little bit of waggle and pointing at the screen when i yeah. needed to but most of the time just really relaxed and just kind of lounging in a way that you don't get to do with a controller both hands kind of close together i really liked it and being able to do the same thing with zelda like that i i, I, I can see myself playing that way if i were to Pick one up. My, my preferred way is definitely to play on TV, but that's a combination of it's nice it looks on the big screen, but yeah. we're doing a lot of pass the controller back and forth between Jen and I. That's a whole separate discussion though. But Jono, like you holding it now in portable mode, yep. coming from like the DS world and the you know the Game Boy world and stuff and the like PSP that, that, that I'm playing, PSP, yeah, sorry, that even more so the PSP. Yeah, what do you think? Is it a little bit too big? Do you reckon it takes some getting used to? Just right. It's uh, it's a bit heftier weight wise. Does um, it feel cheap? No. Yeah. No. No, not at all. And like, mind you, like, so I, I do a lot with my iPad. I was showing you sketches and stuff I was yeah. doing before. And it's, it's actually quite a bit lighter than this. I'm actually surprised at the weight. But then that being said and done, yeah, no, I actually I actually don't mind the weight. I'd be interested to see what it'd be like for long periods of time holding it up. But yeah, um, yeah. continue. Um, I think we've lost them. You have lost into the wireless switch. He's lost um, a lot he's in, into Zelda. I, I've, I just created myself a um, profile. <laughs> Did you create yourself a me? Uh, no, not yet. Oh, cool. You should create, you can create a me as well while you're on I'll do that. Got to get Joe to do that as well. Oh, yeah. I can sign in with my account. Of course I have one. That's awesome. cool. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'll be looking forward to. If, I mean, all, all of my digital purchases that were tied into the 3DS, they're all there. And at some point I'm assuming there must be some 3DS games that are going to get ported over to the Switch. It would be so cool if one day those games pop up on here. I've already purchased Wait, them once. I think it would be fair for it to... 
do you think 3DS games will come with a dual screen? Like, cause doesn't the Switch not do a separate image on the controller? Well, any t- well it doesn't. It doesn't. I guess it's going to be thing. docked. It won't. I, I can't see them doing it. I guess you're right. Like, I mean, if I wanted to play like Castlevania or something like that, they would actually have to go in and change find a game. way, change the game yeah. so that you would have to press a button for the bottom map and things like that. I mean, there are games out there. It would be the first time they've done that, though. It wouldn't. But it'd be more effort than it's worth, I imagine, for Nintendo. Like, Probably. Nintendo put effort in very weird places. They Let's do. Let's be honest. They do. Um, look, it's it's super innovative. It's about time something like this came out. I'm really excited to see what the future of the UI is. It'd be cool if they brought back features like Street Pass and stuff like that because I did it actually would enjoy be cool it. With this, yeah. Whether or not they do or don't, I don't know. It's all Bluetooth now. Yeah. Um, but man, Street Pass would be cool. Street Pass would be very cool. Um, but right now, it, it is very much a Zelda machine. It doesn't do much more than that, but I love the way that it looks. Oh, and can I just say two quick things? So mm-hmm. I said when we first saw saw the Switch, how, how I like the grey controllers on the side. Change That's what Ben had. You've got the, the two colours. I think the two colours are awesome. Yeah, I'd so go I. The, looking go at, looking at even at the back there, it's just... It's, <laughs> it's really so sweet. nice. It's really bright. It's really vivid, the colours. It's, they look, it's they neon. Look it's awesome. neon, Joe. It is neon. Sorry, I can't say red. <laughs> neon red. Um, but what I love was, and Ben showed me this and I got to show you, Jace, was when you slide the Joy-Cons in when your sound's up, it actually does that yeah. sound that you heard a hundred wow, times that was good. at yeah, the um, Switch event. Like that little sound effect comes along. That yeah. is a really nice touch. It is. Um, it, you know, again, completely Nintendo, something probably an idea someone just had last second or whatever, and they're like, we're putting that in. We're putting the effort in. Yeah. And yeah, it's awesome. I, I think as a whole device, I'm, I'm surprised by how much I love it. I think I said on the last podcast, though, I know you're, you disagree. Like you were excited about all the indie games coming and things like yep. that. For me, Zelda looks amazing. It's amazing. I'm, I'm borrowing a Switch on the weekend. I'm going to get into it. Not Mate, Jason's. He won't not Jason's, no. Jen's um, got that. Ben's doing that again. There's going to be a solid there. Um, I might, maybe it'll lead me to getting it after spending a good amount of time with it. But I love as much as I love it, I'm still going to wait for Mario. Jono, how yeah. much would you pay for the Switch after seeing it today, holding it in your hand and knowing sort of what it's like? We know it's for... for four sixty nine Australian. four sixty nine for Australian, exactly right. What would you pay for it maximum right now if you had the cash? Oh, you know would what? You, well, first of all, would you, if you had $469 in your wallet, would you buy it? Um, if I could spare it, yeah. I, yeah. Th- that's that's probably the biggest thing that's changed. We talk games life and everything in between, and we know that like when we first really all became friends in comparison to today, which is quite a bit of time. Yeah. Like, you know, we're getting on almost 10 years now. Yep. Yeah. And, or over 10 years, I've well, lost count. Further, yeah, for us. Um, yeah, exactly. We, um, the way we buy games now in comparison to what we did years ago has changed dramatically. Yeah. So if I went back to RJB days, yeah, yeah I'd buy it. Yeah. It's, oh, I- it's a, it's such a, I'm really impressed with the design and, and the look and the feel and I'm, I'm being won over by it on a regular basis right now, just this short period of time I'm playing with it. But um, yeah, I, I don't think it's necessarily horribly overpriced as everyone was saying when it was first announced. Yeah. Um, yes, it's got some some changes that need to be done in terms of the account keeping and, and other bits and pieces and, and the way it intera- you interact with the menus. I don't think they're horrible, but I don't think they're polished. Um, but you know what? Our 360s went through massive changes when you looked at what they were like when we first got them and what they're like today. Yeah. Yeah. Even the Xbox One, like it's changed so much in the... How long have we had it for now? Two years? No. Longer, man. Longer. Three? Yeah, three. Are we up to three years already? Could be, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think it is. So, um, yeah, when I look at it from that point of view, 
I, 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 I actually <coughs> didn't the Xbox One come out in two thousand and like. 14? I didn't get it. Yeah, we should. Anyway. I didn't get it straight away though. So maybe that's why I'm thinking two years. I got it well after. For me, I I see it with Zelda. You're paying almost $600. You've got to get a screen protector um, with it as well. I don't know how much they cost. So I got this. I got this Zelda. So why do you have to get a screen protector? I heard you guys talking about this, but I haven't heard it. Sorry. No, no, no. no, That's that's a good question. So I got this. There's a case over there that you haven't seen. I've got a screen protector and Zelda all together for 514. 514. That's everything that I paid. That's a that's good. Um did you trade something in or you just bought it five fifteen? Five fourteen. How did that happen? Oh, sorry. And I would have put down a sixty dollar deposit, which okay. probably is what come out of it. Yes. So it's 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 right. You're, you're close to six hundred bucks with everything. Because yeah. the case was thirty, this is four six nine. Zelda I managed to get for seventy five. Nice. Got on a price match, but still seventy five bucks. Like yeah. Um and so and so yeah. Um you have to get a screen protector because well, you got to protect the screen. <laughs> well, well, no. All right. So my phone doesn't have a screen protector on it. Neither does. And I've never purchased yeah. any device that I've ever had to put a screen protector on. But here's the thing: I found that even just cleaning the screen after my grubby mitts had been on it, um, it was just moving around. It, like it looked like I was scratching the screen yeah. just by moving stuff around. On it. And my Wii U was the same. I, I didn't get a screen protector on my Wii U. There's, away there's this weird. There's this weird coding on on this on these controls and on everything that apparently just picks up marks. And yeah. those, once those marks are on there, they're pretty much impossible to get off. The screen is scratching at the moment in some people's docks based on the way that they dock them in. So the oh, screen wow. protector is to protect it from itself. Yep. Uh, um, that's a bit disappointing. It, it is a little bit. Um, and there's just, yeah, this is one of those things I'm just going to have to accept. I'll try and baby it a little bit, but I know it's going to get banged up. It's yeah. a portable device. Yeah. You know, I'm not carrying an Xbox around. I'm sure if I carried an Xbox around my bag, it'd get banged up. Yeah. yeah. In fact, my Xbox is pretty banged up and I barely move the thing. So, um, so yeah, uh, you, you do need these sort of things, but I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to get over it. I will say something though. I feel like the dock is very cheap. The kickstand is quite cheap, and I feel like at some point we're going to end up with almost a surface-like device where there's going to be a little hinge at the back, much similar to what you see here. Jason's grabbing his Surface Pro right now. One of yeah, one of my Surface Pros. Got, got two of them. Um, like something like this. Yeah, he's pulling back the little kickstand that comes yeah. with it. That and so you know what I mean. That would be way better. And then be if you can adjust it, you know, yeah, like being able to do that, that would be changing the angles. I just just the this, well, they don't see what we hear what we see right now. Um, but you know, it's yeah. There's there's more improvements to be made. They know it. They'll get to it eventually. Yeah. You're paying four sixty nine to be a guinea pig in a test market. And, yes. Um, right now, I'm I'm cool with it. Like I said, if I got to spend two hours with Zelda, um, and I had no intention of playing Zelda or playing or getting the Switch, and originally I didn't. I saw it and I was like, eh, whatever. Um, I would buy it in a heartbeat just from playing those two hours of Zelda. And I I don't think I've ever. Um, had a game that I would say is a system seller. Yeah, this this for me was a system seller. Nice oh, job. Yeah, thanks. You got to do your me now. He's just done his little character on the, on the switch. Yes, I I, I picked uh, Samus because yeah. I like Metroid's one of my favorites. Yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, so is that our switch discussion? I, you think? I, I think I think that's probably enough. For it's now, it's yeah. a it's a it's awesome, and I think yeah, you've what, lost what me. Sorry. Done um, in terms of getting a portable home console. It for me it works. We we need it was about time something like this came through yep. and um yeah it works portable. Nintendo works needed to be the ones to do it. I really th- yeah, I really they're believe they're that. the ones that take the chances. Yeah, this and, sort of and, stuff. The, and their hardware hardware even though the Wii U wasn't you know the device that we were hoping it to be. Like I've got a Wii U and like the hardware does what it need what 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 it, what they set out to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like the Wii before it was an absolute genius move even though it was something that others had tried before Nintendo came in and made it 
what it is. Never in a million years would I have thought I'd see a game. As, I mean, I know Zelda is cell shaded graphics, and you know that can, that can looks good anywhere. But there is no way in a million years that I would have ever thought a game would look this good on a portable console. And I'm sure in two or three years I'll think it looks like rubbish. But right now, it's amazing. Yeah, I, I, it's, I it's about their more, style though. Like Mario yeah. is going to look good on this because of the Mario style. Mario Kart's going to look amazing on this. Yeah, can't wait to try that, especially yeah, really, multiplayer. Really, what, what would be the, before this? What would have been the best looking portable, portable game? Probably Infinity Blade. Oh right, okay. Would you say that? Um, Something like that. Yeah, Infinity Blade was pretty impressive. Is that no. the one on the tablet? That's uh, iPhone or iPhones or... as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. it was it was because it was it was the Unreal Engine. Yeah. It was pretty. It was incredible. Like it looks. I've I've got it on my phone. I can pull it up now. It looks absolutely incredible. But yeah, I think what they've done with Zelda, with the, like you said, the draw distance when we we're playing it now, um, the the character models. I think we should start our Zelda discussion right now. We'll get into our Zelda discussion. I do have one question though before we get into it. Yep. Has there ever been a game for either of you that is a system seller? Halo. Yeah, Halo. So did you know Halo was coming out and then you bought an Xbox or did you play Halo somewhere then you went out and bought the Xbox? I played Halo somewhere um, and then I bought an Xbox. Uh, we, we played it at a mate's um, and then yeah, I ended up buying it like the next week. The two decisions for me for an Xbox were um, it had a lot of sequels to what was on the Dreamcast and so that won me over to begin with. Yep. And then I saw write-ups on Halo early on and went, ooh, a guy in armoured gear like his cyborg type thing that looks like he's fighting in the aliens universe but not and it's kind of new and you get to drive in vehicles i'm in and when i played it it exceeded my expectations yeah. in every way yeah so yeah that so was, i was on playstation before then and oh. i was happy but then i went to that and i'll because i stopped playing that and i'm like i've got to play this and i don't regret it and then yeah, yeah going on from there actually i ended up i was going to get a 360 anyway but my friend Steve got a 360 straight away and like like launched launch day and had Fight Night and I went over and played just a demo of yeah. Fight Night and I went and bought it straight away again just just the demo you guys remember how remember good that, that looked yeah, like that was yeah. that was yeah that was spectacular Gotham, I think it was Project Gotham Racing as well was one of the other ones well that that won me over because I played Metropolis Street Racer yeah, yeah. on Dreamcast yeah. successor to it actually the other thing that the other game I remember that was a system seller for me was Sonic Two. That's why I got a Mega Drive. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Cool. What about you, Jace? Sonic's the best. Man, it's Sonic. <laughs> I, I was wondering what he was doing. Um, uh, oh, man. Like, to be honest with you, um, Sonic Adventure did a good job of selling me on the... Actually, you know, there you go. There's a story for you. So, Soul Calibur. Um, Soul Calibur is good, too. So, um, once upon a time when the PlayStation 2 was coming out and the Dreamcast had already been out, um, I'd had the PlayStation 1 for years and my mum said for a birthday I can have a new console what would I like and uh, so I told her that you know everyone at school's like get the PlayStation 2 so I said mum I want a PlayStation 2 PlayStation 2 was a thousand dollars yeah and I didn't know that and as a kid like I didn't really I knew it was a lot of money but I mean 10 bucks was a lot of money to me so <laughs> um, so I said oh mum I want this and she saw it and she looked into it. She thought it was a thousand. But she told me I could have it. And you know, we didn't grow up. I didn't grow up in such a way where I would be able to, um, you know, where a thousand dollars would be easy to come by. But she wanted to do it for me. And so I spoke to my two best friends, and they had a Dreamcast, and I loved playing on that. And I saw Sonic Adventure and stuff. And I remember that I put together this list of pros and cons. And me and my friend um, Brendan and his brother Warren, we all got together and went through like pros and cons. And this, yeah. I'm not making this up. We went through pros and cons, and the PlayStation had all these amazing pros. But then in the pros list for Dreamcast, the word Sonic was there uh, and I bought it. And nice. a part of me was a little bit like the Dreamcast was two ninety nine or whatever it was. Like my mum's saving a whole bunch of money. 
Yeah. So there was that aspect of it. But man, Sonic Adventure like was really the thing that pulled me over the edge. It was such an amazing game. Yeah. Crazy Taxi, Ready to Rumble. Oh. Oh. Uh, eventually, Fantasy Star Online, which became like the game for me. So um, yeah, I guess I guess Sonic is probably the answer. To that Sonic Adventure specifically is a great game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, yeah, let's. You want to you want to dive into Zelda first? I think so. Well, yeah, I think we need to go into Zelda. Let's get it. ready to rumble. <laughs> Zelda vs. Horizon. Which so was let's set it up a also bit. a callback to... Um, ready to rumble. Ready to rumble, yeah. <laughs> Great game. Yeah, that's, that was the intro to it. I just thought it was appropriate. There's actually a little song with that. I'll find it. Yeah. So to set it up, Jace has been playing a lot of Zelda. I have. I've been playing a lot of Horizon. How, much, how much Zelda do you reckon you played? How many hours do you reckon you put into it? Hey, hon. How much Zelda we play? Too much. How many hours? You reckon if you put an hour amount on it? It's more than 10, right? Yeah. I reckon I'm going to be safe and say about combined or up 20 hours. Yeah, I put seven, 17 hours and like 40 minutes into Horizon. That was my game clock last night. Okay. So pretty com- comparable, pretty yeah, close I to each other. Fair, yeah, And we're both really loving what we're playing. Now, yeah. this is a, John has said a verse, um, but I think, like you said from the top, I think to be fair, there's lots that we like about both of them. Um, and... From what I've heard and seen and played from Zelda, I can see the universal appeal of Zelda. Um, do you want to just tell us about it, Jace? Um, so I'm going to I'm going to be popping up sort of like an impressions in this probably in the next day or so. That's going to cover a lot of what I'm saying now. Um, did you find it? I found it. Hold on. Let's see. What's the Ready to Rumble song? Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Play it. Was well, it just the opening on the Dreamcast? You remember that? Yeah, it does sound good. Sorry about the sound quality, people. Oh, Sega logo for those of you who can't see what we're seeing. Midway, man. Yeah, Midway. Are they still? Are they still making like Mortal Kombat and stuff? No, they they went under and uh, there is. Warner Brothers bought most of their stuff. Let's get ready to rumble. And there's a song. I swear, there's a song. Um, I'm going to have to find my copy of this. It does. Afro Thunder. That's it, Afro Thunder. That was that was what my um So good. That was what my siblings used to call me. Afro Thunder. Afro Thunder. (laughs) You should not have said that Afro Thunder. (laughs) Alright. Um Yeah, look, so I've had worse names from you guys. I guess here's the go on Zelda, right? I wasn't expecting a whole lot from it, and the whole reason that I actually went out and purchased it was because there isn't that much available on the Switch. I saw a couple of things here and there in a trailer, but my like my relationship with Zelda is basically I played A Link to the Past well after it was released and well after the SNES's life cycle. At least cycle. you played that. The only time I've played with Link is um, Smash Brothers. Oh, right. Okay. I, I played Legend of Zelda, like the original. And Actually, I'm lying. I've, I did play Legend of Zelda. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. I've touched on... Um, I played Twilight Princess for too long, probably that... 20 minutes. Um, I did not like it at all. Yep. Um, I've played little, little bits and pieces of the others, but that's about it for me as well. So played A Link to the Past, really enjoyed it, remember it quite well, but didn't walk away. You know, I mean, that was the era for me where everything I was playing was amazing and everything was a magical experience because you're yeah. a kid and you've got these consoles. And, oh, I miss those you know, days. I, I, like I said before, I've, I've played the SNES. That, well, I do too. I do miss those days. And I'll explain why this is so amazing in a second. But, um, you know, I went back and I played the SNES well into past me playing Final Fantasy VII, you know, jumping back to those graphics and those time, it's it's 
not an easy thing because mm. you've been spoiled, right? Yeah. But you know, there were some amazing games, and the SNES became my main console for years. I never played Ocarina of Time. It was like one of those things for me, like Star Wars or Indiana Jones. I haven't really seen them properly, but you know. Yeah. Um, like you know what they're about. Yeah. Like there are enough jokes. That's how like I that. feel with Zelda. And yeah. so Ocarina yeah. of Time is the same thing. I did play it on the 3DS. I got up to the Water Temple. I quit there just because I didn't like it. Um, and the Water Temple is meant to be notorious for being really, really hard. I just got oh. sick. I played Wind Waker as well. I should okay. have said that. Did so. you like Wind Waker? Yeah, I, heard I, it was I, very I never finished it, I, but I, I did play a lot of it. Yeah, okay. So I played Wind Waker, I played Twilight Princess, I played Skyward Sword, but again, these are all like, I turn them on, I play for a bit. I didn't like Twilight Princess. Skyward Sword was okay. Um, I just didn't really get into any of these. And I Ooh, guess that I have a good story for Twilight out. Princess. Sorry, go on. Um, and so, um, so yeah, like starting this up, um, I, I guess... I wasn't. I was expecting to go in the same way, but I really wanted to play something that looked as good as that did and seemed to play quite well um, on on a portable console. Yeah, um, it just looked amazing. And so when I loaded up the game and the, the start screen, so well, it's not even a start screen; it just goes straight into the game the first time around. You wake up and it's Link wake up, and there's a brief sort of explanation of the story. Um, you get this tablet thing. You put it in this hole dock, docking station. Some crazy stuff happens. A door opens. There's two chests in front of you. So what you're you saying is it should have been the Wii U originally. Well, I think, like I think that's, that that's, that's, that's the look that it was going for. Sorry. But anyway, so you, you walk through this door. There's two chests. Link is in his, his swim shorts that we saw earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, Funky. I, he, kicks, he kicks chests sometimes to open them. The first time he kicks it, he's not wearing any shoes. So he hurts his foot and so he does uh. a bit of a hobble. <laughs> and I just thought to myself, that's pretty cool. Open it up, throw on some clothes. I see the light at the end of the tunnel. This is essentially Jesus coming out of his tomb, right? <laughs> I, that's a story, isn't it? Anyway, so in his bike shorts. And so you, you, you walk up, there's a thing for you to climb, some button prompts appear on the screen, and then you get up, and then you see the light at the end of the tunnel, you see the graphs for the first time. And then I can't remember if at that point the game takes control or if I just naturally walk towards the edge of the cliff because the game just points to this cliff. Yeah. And you're just like, I want to see what's down there. And so you walk up and then the game sort of took over for a second and did this big, you know, in, in games sometimes where it looks like it's a cut scene, but it isn't. And you can still spin your character around yeah. in circles. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. felt like it would have been one of those moments where I still had control, but I was just like, this is actually really, really pretty. It reminded me of the first time in uh, Oblivion when I came out of a cave and you see the world and a deer goes by. Yeah. But this is next level, right? That'd be me landing on Halo and stepping out of the... The drop ship and you look around and you go, oh, holy. Yeah, like, I mean, it's a big sandbox, right? Marines, the yeah. Marines and, and, and so, um, and so, you know, you go there and I'm like, the title screen is totally, the words Breath of the Wild are going to appear or something. And they did. And I knew that they would. And they did. And did this thing. And then that was it. And then I'm just like, cool. And that's exactly what I wanted it to be. I wanted, I knew that, um, that the game was basically going to give you the final quest of the game straight away. It was going to be like, go kill that guy. But then he's like, well, he's all the way over there. He's actually not that far away. He didn't seem like he was that far away. It's like, <laughs> Gannon's over you there. You can see where but he I, is. But I know, I know that I can't take him on now. Like, I'm not I'm not skilled enough. Maybe one day I can load this game up, start from the beginning, and do like a speed run and kill Ganon, and people will do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but right now, I didn't I didn't want to do that. And so I sort of looking around, I see a beautiful stream, and there's a rabbit, and there's birds flying in formation, and... All of this, and you're just waiting for something to go, like a big arrow to appear and go, go that way. But nothing happened. And then I just see this old man walking down the street, walking down a path, and he just sits down at a fire. And I'm like, well, I guess I'll go talk to him then, won't I? And that's what I did. And so this this all opens up into 
you know, um, a tutorial section that is not handholdy at all. And this is very much an open world game where you climb towers, you trigger the tower, and then it unlocks the area. So it's but a Ubisoft game? It is. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, I, I make some jokes at their expense about that, but it, it, it is very much one of those. But it doesn't reveal like there's 700 collectibles here and there. It's kind of like you just find stuff. And this game encourages you to pick up a stick and flip over a rock and catch a bug and climb a tree. Um, and Is there a this, smaller stick under that bigger stick? There may very well be. But so it had a child. This game, it could. <laughs> this, <laughs> this game, like... Um, you're right there. That's a, that's a throwback. Anyway, keep on going. Sorry, Jason. <laughs> this, this game, like, it makes you feel like you're a kid, and it makes you feel like you're experiencing something really great for the first time. I haven't felt it since I was a kid. Um, they hit the nail on the head, and I knew that I was in for something special. And it, it sounds a little bit wanky and stuff like that, but honestly, like, it's just genuinely a great. Like, I knew straight away that like this is probably the best game that I've played in. I'm going to be playing in a long time. Um, it's 20 hours in. It's the best game I've ever played. So, yeah. so Final wow. Fantasy, Final Fantasy 15 has <coughs> been knocked off. Dishonored 2 has been knocked off. Witcher 3 has been knocked off. We're now at Zelda Breath of the Wild. So, totally putting it like, <laughs> like, so Witcher 3 is a great game. Dishonored 2 was fun. Like, I'm having, I was having a great time with those games. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this could very well be a joke next week when something new comes out. But, no, I don't all, feel all that. Of, all of this aside, like when I when I'm seeing these really beautiful, like I'm, I mean, I haven't played Uncharted Four as an example, but like Last of Us was an amazing experience. It was all this, but I never felt that feeling, that like childlike. Yeah. Like, Witcher Three is a great game. It's impressive. Like I still can't believe that it exists. That a game like Witcher Three exists in terms of um, how side quests work and the world that they've created and all of that and like the cohesiveness and everything. But there's something missing from it, and it's not. Like, I, I want to use the word charm. Witcher 3 has charm, but there's just something very, like... Like, I feel like a little kid and my eyes are all sparkly and I'm all like, you know, let's go on an adventure. And then you, like, skip down a stream. Like, you skip yeah. down the stream and I've got, like, a little stick with a rucksack on it or something. That's what I feel. See, and it's, it's crazy. That I never thought I'd get to feel that as a 30-year-old man. Can I ask, are you saying it's your favourite game you've ever played or it's the best game you've ever played or it's both? Because I see a distinction with those two things. There are games that I've played that are better than my favourite games, if you get what I'm saying. I, I get what you're saying. I might define it differently if I'm going to... Or is it both? Like, you know, for the time I've known Jason and I, I think we know each other pretty well. Yep. And I think I can read the way you're feeling from everything that's happened since you got your switch and opened it to today. Yeah. And what exactly what you said before, this is the first thing I've seen that's made you feel like a child again, but as an adult. Yeah. And I can see this being at the top of your pile for a very long time because of the experience that you've had. Like if I had a video on you as you were just explaining how you were feeling, you look like a 10-year-old child who just got the present he didn't know he wanted that was like the coolest it's, thing it's ever. It's Christmas, man. Like it's yeah. Christmas, but... It's like, you, it's like in the morning you don't... Nintendo, you, trademark that for you, this Christmas. You've got this list that you're giving to Santa and you want all of these things, but you don't know which one you're going to get. And then it's the biggest, best box. It's the Mighty Max, Mighty Tower or whatever it was I got it when I was a kid. But it's like, oh. it's Skull, Skull Castle? Skull yeah, Mountain. Mighty Max, that. Skull Mountain. Great present. <laughs> anyway, but it's it's like, I want to feel this again one day. Like if I turn on the Switch in 20 minutes and then something happened in the game and I was just like, oh, this is like rubbish or like, 
just something bugged out or like everything that I thought it was suddenly I was just like now you're walking down a corridor for the rest of the game if that happened <laughs> I had to throw it in there if that happened it, all of those things that I experienced for those first 20 hours most games don't even last 20 hours yeah. Yeah. that still all counts I think it's an experience it's the best experience I've had playing a video game since I was a kid and the last time I remember really really feeling this was like around the same time I was playing Harvest Moon and the same time that I was playing Final Fantasy VII. So, so you yeah. are saying it's both? That it's the best game you've played and your favourite game you've played or you're not sure yet? No, I'm, I'm sure. You're sure? I'm, I'm absolutely sure. Confront? That's, that's I, awesome. Yeah. But, but in saying that, there's so many things that factor into this. It's on a new console that works in this really cool way. Yep. It's, it, I can't a, a picture... This, this, the Switch is a tablet and I can't picture a game... I know it's cel-shaded graphics, but I can't picture a game looking as good as that ever on a tablet I thought one day wouldn't it be amazing if um, I think it was Morrowind I was thinking of wouldn't it be amazing if Morrowind you could, I could play it in, in the palm of my yeah. hand but soon we're going to be playing Skyrim in the palm of my hand still Skyrim's got nothing on this but it's that but it's also the experience for me is um, you know I'm, I'm getting married soon I've got you know my fiance who's like one of my best friends and I I handed her the controller and I said I'm going to go have a shower and she's like, what do I do? And I'm like, you know how to move around in a game. You, you know, figure out the camera and do your thing. Have a go. And then she just ran around and started picking apples. Yeah. And I came out of the shower and I could tell she didn't want to give it back to me. And <laughs> I find that, you know what I mean? Like, as a kid, I was having sleepovers with my mates. Yeah. Hell, even as an adult, I was sleeping over at your house, John, and we were waking I up and playing video that. games. It was great. We photos of me asleep. Not asleep. And we were like... <laughs> And Not we that you making, know of. We were making uh, those beautiful mince pie things that you used to make. Yeah. All of that before, thanks a lot. Hey, now, actually, I've, I've remedied no, no, that. No, it's no, going to happen. No, no, no. He only cooks and frees so his friends. Um, and so, they're great. They're really good. He's got a jaffle, a new jaffle maker, apparently. I do. Yeah. I'm giving one for you. No, 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 but, but now I get to experience this with, you know, with, with, with my partner. And, awesome. and we come home every day and she's messaging me. She's saying, I've done this and I've done yeah. that. And, and you've both got your own save, save profile. We've both got our own save profiles, but it's a pass the controller. I have one now. Now Jono has one. And I, and I love as well, like you love this game so much that you said, we've got a podcast this week. Yeah. Like, yeah. We've just got a pod- you guys have to come and play it. Yeah. You've got, we've got to talk about it. For, for me, it was like, I was really looking forward to that moment where you guys walked in the door and I was saying to Jen, like, you've got to let me set up something cool for when they walk in. But I mean, I completely forgot I was meant to be doing that because Jen was trying to throw bombs at some lizard people. That was cool. And, like, you guys walked in the door cool. and we were like, hey guys, hey. And we just yeah, I know you didn't even to... get up and say hello or anything. Yeah, we didn't. But, you know, it was... Which we get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, and it was cool you having might. that. And like, I walked in the other day with these beautiful flowers that you see here. They're all, by the way, they're called wildflowers. They're very nice. Um, you are quite a man, Jace. Well, oh, I, just, I just thought it was wildflowers. Wild flowers, just, breath of the wild. Did you breathe oh. yeah, yeah, it's clever. Anyway, but I walked How did you in the not door. Get that? I walked in the door and I peered around the corner and Jen looked up at me and was just like, "Hey, welcome home." You know? Like normally, I get a hug or something, and I had to give her the flowers. And the, the flowers are the only thing that got her off the couch. But that was an awesome moment. And I sat down. and I said, "What are we doing?" And she's like, "I can't kill this." So she handed me the controller and I killed it. And she took the controller back off me again. Yeah. And so all of this is a big wrapped up present. Yeah. It all comes together to create this amazing experience. And that's why I feel the way that I feel. Can I jump in really quickly with Horizon here? So we're doing a bit of a verse thing. Um, this is, we're going to get back to Zelda. I want well, to just before you do, can I jump in with one thing? See, listening to you talk about that and having had a little bit of a go of it, I still want to play the game, but I'll, I'll do it properly later. Um, it And the way you've been talking, it's reminded me of that day you and I were catching a train, I think back to my place from the city. It was probably back from your place. Yep. Jason. 
Yes, I am. Sorry <laughs> if, for those of you who didn't catch what I was saying. I thought it was clear Sorry. with the switch bit, but anyway. Um, sure. Jeez. And we were playing. Can't see we're looking at each other. Okay. <laughs> You're looking at each other. The people listening can't. Sorry, I'm just trying to help out. And so now I'll Jason's touching the flowers. And he's <laughs> touching Joe on the arm. And, and, and you and I were playing PSP on the train. We had our own PSPs and we were playing Gain Ground. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. And that memory is a strong memory. And I remember having a lot of fun. That was all ad hoc, right? That was that's all ad hoc. Works, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, now I want to do that with the Switch with you. Yeah. And Just with me, by the way. He's looking, still looking at yeah. me. I am. Hey, look. What would be even better <laughs> is the three of us having that, that experience no, with <laughs> Mario Kart. He's yeah. going to make him some yeah. inspires, man. I'm going to have to. Um, but yeah. I'm just going to play Mario Kart on my Wii U, all right? You can play with this Switch. Oh, left out. Okay, talk about Horizon. Go <laughs> ahead. No, no, but what I want to learn really quickly say about Horizon is I'm absolutely loving my time with it. I The first night I played it was the night when all the, what was the first night it came out and all the reviews of Zelda started to come out. And I am reading these reviews just thinking, man, I backed the wrong horse here. Like this, people were saying that this is the greatest game of all time, like in reviews. And I know there was a lot of, you know, hyperbole around Skyward Sword. So I'm like, nah, it can't be what it is. So I'm texting Jace saying, are you believing the hype here? Like, because I know Jace is going to get it. I'm like, I, I really want to wait to hear what Jace thinks of it. Everything I've read and I've seen from you, like what you've said as well about Zelda, it's this next, it's this new thing. It's new. It's, it's a new step in gaming. It's like this, open world which is quite literally from the very beginning once you get through that tunnel that you just described it is an open world you can do anything go anywhere you can play it how you want to play it you can have your own like stories and experiences and whatnot in it horizon is a brilliant game like if i was going to score horizon i'd give it a 995 no problem but horizon is the best of in my mind the best of the old school like it's like takes the best elements of so many other games that we've played before and makes them even better. But what I love about what I've seen of Zelda, what I've heard you say, Jace, about Zelda is like, it is different. And, it, and I read a review and I think it might've, it was either IGN or Kotaku. And they said, it's a game of yes. Like it just says, Zelda, if you want to do something, yes, you can. You want to go there? Yes, you can. You think you can do this thing? Like there's a tree and we were talking about this before and you said you could. Like there's apples in a tree and you want to cook the apples? Set the tree on fire and, and, and that would work. You know, you, you Did it work? showed us. Did it? With, with the, oh, really? Like, yeah, and if you need to get somewhere, like you showed us, like you lit the grass on fire, then you can pull out your parachute and use it as an updraft. So yeah, that was pretty you cool. might not be able to climb it with your stamina, this building in front of you, this tower, whatever it is, you can do that like if you think creatively in Zelda. Now, Horizon, you, there is freedom in the game. There's, you know, choice in, in the way you tackle quests and things, but it is a linear game. Like, it's open world. I do get choices in dialogue every now and then, but from what I've seen, it doesn't really make a lot of difference on the story. That said, the story of Horizon is absolutely brilliant. It is... Um, the, the storytelling through the environments, through the old cities and what you see, you, you um, like, you know, because it's a post-apocalyptic, it's kind of the, the earth's been grown over. They don't know why there are these robot dinosaur type things. You know, nobody knows where they came from or where they're coming from. Um, so you're kind of uncovering this mystery with the character and it's done so brilliantly. Um, the way the characters, the, the, the dialogue and the, well, the, 
the animation is amazing. The lip movement is is off sometime <laughs> in Horizon, which throws me a little bit. Um, but beside that, besides that, like the character models are beautiful. But then in Zelda, the character diversity, like in in Horizon, like you're talking to people. And they look, they all look different to each other. They all got style. And you come across a guy again, you came across earlier. I don't remember his name, but he stands out because he's got these awesome mutton chops or you oh, yeah. know, they've got this um, painting on their face or whatever it is. But then in Zelda, like they look like, what were we saying? Studio Ghibli, Ghibli yeah. characters. Like the way, it's the, amazing. The way that I um, see it is that like I put Ark, these are different styles of games, but I put Ark and Uncharted and Last of Us. And oh, you mean you mean Horizon? No, 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 no. I still keep calling it that. Just to be clear on this, I did I even talk about this last no, week? We no. We I keep it. referring to Horizon as Ark, and I think it's just because that Ark game has dinosaurs in it. Yes. Or because my mate has played like 180 hours or some rubbish of it and it keeps popping up on Steam. But for some reason, I can't escape calling it that. Jason was like texting us, messaging us going, I can't wait to try ARK. I really want to try ARK. And and Jono and I are like, okay. What's stopping you? Go ahead. That's that's exactly what you said. And and then then you said something. I'm like, do you mean Horizon? But anyway, sorry. So anyway, um, Horizon. I see Horizon as... uh, like almost like a TV series that's, you know, you, one episode ends, a little bit like Lost or whatever. One episode ends and some there's a big mystery and then next week it will carry on and then, you, you know, there's, it's sequential. Yeah. I see like, um, I see Zelda as more of a, it's like a kid's TV show and there are all these crazy colourful characters and it's just like, well, the story is that this guy used to be somebody who protected um, Zelda, but then he fell asleep for a hundred years and now he can't remember anything. And there's a bad guy and it's a good and evil story and he's just going to go off in a direction and then that episode ends and then they don't make any reference to last week's episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's not It's not saying the story is bad. It's it's charming. It's childlike. It's adventure You create your own story. You create your own story. And, and you also were saying, like when we were looking at it before, like in Horizon, I get, like if I'm going to choose a quest, I press the button in the middle of the PlayStation controller and I go to my quest menu and they... They call side they have side quests and they have errands. Like don't call it errands. I don't want to run errands. Like I don't want to do it in real life. Collect six. Just just call it side quests. But anyway, that's a small gripe. It's it, they're really interesting though. But getting to them, it's whether do I want to run? Do I want to go follow? And they do this really cool thing where they have like breadcrumbs. So rather than have like a marker on your map and you've got to go like a certain direction, like I've got to go north. I follow a path, like it sets up a path for me. So if my objective is in like the top of a tower, rather than get to the bottom of the tower and go, oh man, I've got to go all the way around, it leads me all the way around. But my decision is whether I try to scale the mountain to get there quicker, or whether I run following the breadcrumbs, or I ride a does it robot dinosaur. Hand, there it doesn't, no, but yeah. that, that's my choices. But in yeah. Zelda, like you were saying, like the the you've got to strategize whether you are going to try and get to that person like we saw in the middle of a little island yeah. off the coast, whether you're going to try to hop on the islands that you go across, like little rocks, sorry, on the way, or whether you, you've got to think about, am I going to be able to, once I get there, swim back over or am I going to drown? And like, there's so much variety just in that. And we're in Horizon, like I said, it's that old school style of we're going to get to point A to point B. It's, Zelda is still a very simple game. Like, I mean, it says yes to a lot of things, but ultimately the mechanics around it are quite simple. You swing a sword, you go on this glider. You know, there are lots of cool little abilities like in every Zelda game when you know you saw the magnet or creating the pillar yeah. of ice out of the ground or all that sort of stuff. But, I mean, it, like, 
it tells little stories everywhere, and it's not through dialogue or anything like that. It's, we saw that uh, we saw that little camp of these Boko Goblin things, whatever they're called, and you know they're off there, and I'm like, I pick these key points to be able to show yeah. you yeah. and Jono about like you know what's going on. I said like, look over there. So there's like this little guy, and he's like he's munching on some spit roast. They've got a spit roast going. There's some goblins, and they're sort of just dancing. One guy's got his his spear off to the side. He hasn't picked it up yet. There's another guy who's just sort of sitting looking at the water. And there's like, there's this little life that they've got all together. And then, I mean, you come in and you disturb it all. Yeah. And, and like, it's, there's just these little, little touches in the game. Yeah. Like, you know, the time of day, yes, they may or may not be asleep. That'll change things or, but every little group of enemies in this um, have their own little story. And truth be told, there aren't that many en- enemies in Zelda, you know. It's one of those games where it's just like, well, there's the there's the fire version of this enemy, and then there's yeah. the ice version of this enemy, and so on. But I mean, Zelda's always sort of been an elemental kind of game. Um, but just taking those enemies out and taking down those like little encampments and stuff like that, you know, it's not super strategic like something like uh, I, I really enjoyed Far Cry Three. Did you play Far Cry Three? No. There's there's a way of you being able to get in these encampments and you stab one guy in the back and you put him to the side and you kind of sneak in there, kind of very smoothly. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I- I played elements of that in um, Black Dragon, the spin-off. Blood Dragon. Blood Dragon, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same sort of thing, you know? And and so it's got all of that. But I, I imagine something like Horizon, like the stealth elements in that are meant to be quite good. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and the, and the, and the combat is brilliant. Like I, I was playing... Fun? Yeah, it's so much fun. Last night I was doing... I was going to an objective and on the way I came across a side objective or an errand and um, and it was, I got to take down... Oh, can I tell a really quick story before I say this? I was playing with my son, like he wanted to see the game. And it's like it's not a violent game um, by any stretch, really. Um, you can fight people, but when you shoot them with an arrow, not that I was in front of him, but when you shoot them, they just kind of fall down. They don't, like, they're not like blood splatter or um, shopping off or anything. But anyway, we're playing and I was hunting some robot dinosaur, like horse type things. And, um, and my son's like, oh, are there robot crocodiles in this? And I'm like, oh, sorry, there's not. No, um, I, I don't th- there aren't. Anyway, and then we're going along. I go to the water and I'm trying to shoot some um, trout that I can see swimming by. They try yeah. to get up my... Because you've got to craft things and everything. And then over on the side, he's like, what's that? And I look and it was a robot crocodile. And it was so <laughs> cool. It was such a cool moment. We That's started awesome. laughing and I'm like, I'm going to go and get it. He's like, no, no, no. I like the crocodiles. Don't get them. So I didn't so get them. Left so I left Then when he went to sleep, he went back and got That was right. last night. Nice. So last night I'm going along and I was doing this hunting lodge um, thing for the hunting lodge and they're saying you know got to go hunt some robot crocodiles so i can they ever refer to any of these things as, cro- as robots sorry like do they ever use the oh word gosh, robot? do they no no i don't think they do okay. i don't remember it in no. the, the bit we played last on, week i do know what's going on okay. but yeah i don't know if they call them robot i can't I, that that i can't remember which yeah. is crazy after so long in the world but anyway so last night i was trying to do this mission so i came across these crocodile kind of um what do they call it um uh, ground, I think they call it, ground yeah. or something. Um, and so I come along, I try to take out one, and then another one's there as well. So I get, I, I die straight away. Then I come back out, come back up, and I go, all right, I'm going to just take on one. So I'm going to separate them from each other, wait till they kind of, they go on their own path. Then I start fighting that. Then this robot crabs sort of thing comes along. I wish I knew their names. Um, and I get decimated again. So then I'm like, all right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go off to the side, which I did. There was this little, um, like in between uh, two cliffs, I was down at the bottom and I just set up some traps all the way through. So these kind of rope traps along, and then I set up these little balloon traps, which are bombs, and the rope traps, 
either um, shock them or explode when they walk into them. So I set that up. I go into the end of it. I see the crocodile far away. I shoot it with an arrow. It sees me. It comes in. It gets decimated by all my traps. Then the other one comes in and I'm just like, it, all my traps are gone. Yeah. I try to wing it at the back. And then there's more creatures behind me. Uh, so it was just, and I had to do it another time, but then the other time I didn't go that far. But each time I was learning, like it was really difficult. I could not take these things on head on, like with my character, with the way that, with that part of the world. I had it in other places and it seemed easier, but the game teaches you, like the game shows you there are, like even though these creatures are so powerful, you've got a, a really varied arsenal that you can take these things on. Um, and it's it's really cool, like, and the way that they look, like the the actual when you kind of, you can um, make some of them work for you. Essentially, I don't want to say too much, um, and you can learn that through doing really cool. Do they hunt one another? They do. They they fight some. They fight one another, and it was really cool. I was getting chased by one, and as it was chasing me, it was like killing all the wildlife. So when I killed it, I had this like stream of wildlife behind it that I could pick the bones of and all that but um yeah look like i said the thing that i love about horizon it is a beautiful game the the it's a it's very the combat is really fun the gameplay is amazing but the story has really got me and i think what they what they do really well as well like it's it's a it's an adult story there's it's it's i got to a point where it was quite sad um and the mystery of the world is really interesting but alloy who's the main character her story and kind of her motivations are just fantastic. Um, and the side missions, like you were saying in Zelda, you make your own kind of side story there, what, what, whatnot. But whenever I start a side mission, I've got to see it through because it's so, like I want to see the end of that story. So I did one last night where there, were, um, there was a slaver um, who used to be a guard for these people. Um, and he's kind of, the, the world is, his land has kind of become not so evil. So, but he he wants to go back to those old ways. So he yeah. becomes a slaver. So I kind of had to follow this path to get to his encampment, rescue these people. Like it was like a three part quest, and it was so interesting. It was so well done. Um, man, it's 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 a brilliant game. I feel bad for it that it came out um, at, at the same time as Zelda because I really think that if this wasn't at the same time, everyone would be saying this is contention for game of the year. No question, it still is, um, and I'm sure a lot of people agree with me. Um, but yeah, Zelda, like you said, like what I've seen, it's it's something very different to what this is. Um, yeah, I mean, I still see them as two very different games. They are like, very different. Yeah, and I want like, to. I think the, the link between them is just like it's an open world game. Yeah. Um, but they see again, they approach open world very differently because Horizon, the world is awesome. It's easy to traverse, um, and and to get back, you can do your kind of go back to the camp, the camp points, but um. It is, it is quite linear. Like it is, like even though there's choice there and you can choose which path you take and with the side stories, you're not choosing dialogue options like you are in Skyrim, even though it reminds me a lot of Skyrim. It, I think the, the beauty of um, Zelda and Nintendo to a degree is that they've done one thing that a game has not done in a long time for me and that is trust the player. Yeah. And it is like, I don't need to hold your hand. I'll give mm. you button, button prompts to remind you. You can turn those off. Um uh, but it doesn't at any point like for example the other day I was going through my inventory in the game and I there's these weird little like balloon things that come off an octopus that that I collected and it basically indicated to me that you could use them the same way as the fulcrum system works in Metal Gear 
where you put the balloon on something and it takes something away. I still haven't played that. And I've so, got. I own it now. And I'm so getting there. I, I went. I went ahead and I got the balloon, and then there was a an arm that I'd cut off a skeleton enemy, and the arm like sort of crawls around on the hand, on the ground by itself. They're just these sort of sentient bone arms. That's awesome. So I attached the bone arm to the balloon, and the balloon lifted up in the air and just floated in the air, and the bone arm was just sort of like trying to figure out what was going on. But the game at no point, you know. There wasn't like a, a quest that you had to do where it was like, can you please attach this to this? Yeah. It's like I had to go through my inventory, read the descriptions, and nobody reads the descriptions of items in inventories, I don't think. Like, besides, you know, this sword gives you plus three to flame or whatever, yeah. you're just like, all right, well, this is probably what I'll use. I don't really read the lore and the history, but I mean, everything, the art style and everything about it's just so charming. Like, there's no, as far as I can tell, there's no reason for me to do this. I put the balloon on the arm, the arm was floating in the air, I'm like, ah, that's funny, and then I shot the balloon. And then that was it, and the arm fell on the floor, and I picked it back up and put it in my uh, put it in my little sort of holster thing, and it like tries to like touch your leg a little bit and stuff like that. It was just, you know, yeah, tell me about it. And it's just cute, but it's yeah, it, I don't know. Like I still feel like I haven't played a lot of um, a lot of Horizon, but so close. Um, <laughs> I haven't played a lot of it, but I feel like there's more going on, and there's like it almost feels like a monster hunting game. Where you're like, you know, you're setting up traps and you're stalking the prey while they're stalking you, and you know, I've like visually the game is just beautiful. They're two completely different art styles. Um, I feel like I would sit down and I would be very serious playing Horizon. I'll be like, when you get here, I'm going to take this thing out, and you know, I'll reload the save to make the way that I took down those crocodiles would be you know different. Or you know, I was like, oh, that, I didn't really kill them the way that I wanted to kill them. I'm going to try something different. There's a lot of that, experimentation. That is, that is completely. There. It feels very much like yeah. that. That seems to be the way you're describing it. While but Zelda's so, playful exploration. Yeah, that is exactly what it is, Jono. Well done, playful exploration. And, and it's just something happens, and you're just kind of like, oh, okay, well that happened, and I'm not reloading anything. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. And I'm just going to stand there, and then it starts to rain, and the grass changes, and there's a bit of wind, and I see a lizard. I'm like, I'm going to go pick up the lizard. So, and that appeals to me so much, and I think Jono. You agree there? Yeah. Um. The the biggest thing for me in in the two descriptions that both of you have given for those games, having only briefly experienced um the two and not really read a lot about them because I I knew full well I was not going to own either, and so I'm not going to invest the time in it because I know you've got them, but I'm not necessarily going to play your copies. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um. So. The, the storyline of Horizon appeals to my sensibilities. Yeah. I love sci-fi. I love uh, future. Robots. I love robots. And it's a great mystery. Al- although admittedly the robots in this don't appeal to me, but the mystery does. Yeah. And the the future that, you know, has happened but has left everything changed appeals to me. That's- and there's great secrets. which I'm not, Like there's great little side things which I love to tell you about, but I don't want to because yeah. it will spoil. Like I did one moment where it was so unexpected and the size of this side mission was was enormous. Like it took me probably only 20, 25 minutes, but the size of this part of the world was just awesome. But anyway, sorry, Jono. No, that's right. Um, and that, that all sucked me in. Now, I've played Horizon. We played it last week briefly and all we played was the intro. Yeah. I don't think the intro was no, a, gets, a fair it assessment. It gets much better. It gets much better. But funnily enough, the whole piece that Jason was saying about um, games holding your hand yeah. it's through a tutorial sequence. Like I just went through that in Halo Wars 2 and it's like, come on, I know how to play Halo Wars yeah. and you're doing this for the first four and a half missions was pretty it much was, tutorial. Yeah. I later found out when I finished the game that there were two tutorial levels as that well. actually taught me stuff that I could have actually used in the game as opposed to holding my hand <laughs> during the four <laughs> missions where I felt like I was being hamstrung in terms of how I was allowed to play because yeah. you were trying to teach me something. So like, just let me play. Yeah. Um, so 
yeah, that I think put me off on Horizon initially. Like, I'd be willing to give it another go because the storyline really intrigues me. Yeah. I'm very keen to play. But I didn't expect this. The little bit I've seen of what Jason showed us of Zelda today and that whole that whole piece you're feeling with that childhood connection, like I got that same feeling from 10 minutes and I was determined that wasn't going to happen. From all the messages you've been sending us for the last, what is it, it's almost five, six days now. Sorry about that. No, no, I no. I couldn't no. help it. Like there's nobody else who appreciates this stuff as much as you guys and I had to tell somebody. Yeah. I would have shouted <clears> it out, but I mean, I might have, yeah, I would have shouted out my window, but you know. But I love that. The, the only part of me that didn't love that was the part of me that was jealous the two of you were having these experiences and I was diving back into old things, which I'll talk about in a little while. But um, the the big thing for me was it lived up to so much of the hype you were talking about. It looks really cool. I I liked the console much more than I expected to. Yeah. Um, all the little niggling parts aside and all the things that people are complaining about, I've seen that on console launches before. Like I still remember the DS coming out at Toys R Us and the amount of people that were bringing back consoles or opening them right there in front of me because of Dead Pixels. And it's like, oh, get over it. <laughs> like um, it, you're always going to have people complain about that sort of stuff. But yeah. all of that pales in comparison to it is just smartly engineered and whether whether it becomes anything more than a Zelda machine um, in a rem- machine one day. <laughs> yeah, remains to be seen. Yeah, but um, yeah, that that got me a little more excited than I expected, and yeah, I'm really torn. Uh, but in the reality is, uh, I'll just go back to Halo Five because <laughs> that's all I'm. I will. I will say one thing. I asked you to bring over your your PlayStation last week. Yeah. Um, we loaded up Horizon and. You know, it very much is. It holds your hand in a way, but it's also telling you a story as it's going. Yeah, it needed, you're, it needed you're, to do that. You're, you're, you know, you're a young girl, and this is your dad type figure, and this is what's yeah. going and on. That's and why there's the Lion King moment yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and and all that existed. And I, I, I had, <laughs> Lion King moment. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> it is. It is a Lion King moment. Yeah, it's so right. And and I in in this, I had the luxury of I've been playing it for X amount of hours. You guys weren't there the moment that this I put it Zelda. in. And load, this is Zelda. Sorry. You weren't there the moment. And so I had these little places that I'd saved on the map where I'm like, have a look at this. What do you think of this? Blah, blah, blah. But the fact of the matter is, if I had have started it up right then and there, the very first time, and we we're all seeing it for the first time, it would have thrown us into the world straight away and you would have got to see all of the same things. Yeah. The only difference is we wouldn't have understood the mechanics. But we would have done the same thing. We yeah, would have I, seen the old man and we would have chased the lizard. I, I can see that. Like, <laughs> I think the biggest thing for me was when you were playing... You'd look around to show us the environment, and both Joe and myself would turn that, around that, and go, "Go there, yeah, go there." Exactly. And we were, we were trying <laughs> yeah. to fight this. What's Jump that? Off this. We, we saw was this a puzzle. Get that yeah. giant, like castle moving. Yeah. It was an elephant. Up. It was like, it was a giant war elephant. For what's anyone that that's... red thing flashing down there? Or you know, what, how do you get across to that? Yeah, it was. It's really cool. Yeah. Hmm. Can I, I? I want if we're. Can I talk a little bit about something in Horizon that I absolutely love? No. Nah. Um, that <laughs> I think. <laughs> I'm joking. Go ahead. Well, look, let me see where this goes. I'm just going to talk about this. So I did this side quest um, two nights ago, this errand, where I come to this guy and he's outside a, um, a an altar, like a praying a place where people go to pray for their loved ones. And he says to me, to, to Alloy, um, all I want to do is get in there and pray for my love. You know, my love's dead and, and it's part of my culture, whatever it's to be. I want to go in and pray, but the priests won't let us in. They're, they're kind of restricting us. They're, whatever it happens to be, they're saying we're not, we're not worthy to go in. Can you please let me get in there just so I can pray for my love? This is some guy talking to me. Um, I really want to get in there and pray for him. Yeah. And it just was this little kind of touch on, you know, it wasn't bending over your head, you know, I am a gay character. 
And the way that they, in this game, they... they oh, so you're just going to ruin the ending. It's not, it's a side quest and it doesn't mean anything much. No, the ending of the side quest. I, I... No, 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 no. This is, this is my point. I'm trying to wind him up. Yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. But see, I'm not trying to be funny here. This is my point about this game. What I love about it is it doesn't beat you over the head with messages about equality. Like it's a, it's a strong female character. The world has, is, is set up in a way where it's like, this is what the world is. This guy, and, and I just, I just think the storytelling in this game and the world that they've set up for me, I I really I applaud them for doing it in the way that they've done it with you know my my kids playing games when they're older I love the idea of them playing a game like this uh, where you know you've got a world and you've got characters that you know the world that we live in I know us we we have our values and our feelings about things and we don't go right try to you know beat people over the head with them or anything um I'm not sure where else I'm going with this but I just think it's really cool that the way you know, this game kind of addresses issues that other games might do it a little bit heavy-handedly, but they're just like, this is the future world that they live in. There are strong female characters, and we don't make a big deal about it, and I'm probably making more of a deal about it um, than they might have intended, but I think it's really cool. Happy International Women's Day. And it is. Is it today? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well done. Yeah. But I, I, And I think, you know, this this... I think it's just done so well, and, you know, this is coming from somebody who... Like, I, I love Bayonetta, and I don't love Bayonetta for, you know, the kind of sexual side of it or anything like that. It's Even that she loses all her clothes when she does a special power. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Because it's a hair. Me, it's the combat, and I'm, I really want to play near Automata. Or t- uh, Automata, I believe Automata, it is. thank you. I get it wrong all the time. I really want to play that again for the combat, because that's what so I, I love I want about. to play Ark, so. Yeah. You want to play Ark. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I just think it's really cool, and I just wanted to kind of say that and applaud them for it, and, and I think it's... No, that's it, really it's important. I agree. Games, I think it's 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 awesome. I, I'm gonna do a quick side, a side side quest. Um, yes. So everyone who's been the side quest that we've all been on during this podcast, apparently not talking is thirsty work. So for those of you who don't know, we podcast in a special special podcast room, otherwise known as the kitchen. And all the water you've heard in the background is us just filling up water because it's thirsty. Me not having to say much because you guys are doing all the talk. I don't know why I'm so thirsty. Yeah, me too. I've like this is the second. Yeah, you polish that off. Maybe it is. <laughs> I don't know. Good silence. So, John, <laughs> you were saying you'd be playing some other things. I think we're done with our Horizon. Are you sure you're done? Because I don't think you are. Well, I think next week or next podcast we'll have more to say. Maybe. I don't know. He, well, last thing I'll say about this is I don't think there's going to be anything more for me to say because I truth truth be told, my job now is to go and kill Ganon. I don't want to. I just want to keep running around. I want to prolong this as long as possible. I'm happy I have two save files. I'm happy I'm playing with somebody who doesn't normally play video games because she's finding parts challenging and it's going to take us longer to get there. Yeah. And for every mistake she makes and for every game over screen she gets, the same applies to me. It just means it's going to last a little bit longer. And there's nothing for me to say next week that will be different to what it is now. I'm not going to be like, there was this cool side quest. These moments don't happen. Like... One guy was just like... Every moment's oh. a cool side quest. Yeah, he's like, my chickens got out of their pen. And I'm just like, I get to pick up these chickens? Sweet. Like, I'm not going to tell you next week. And your chicken this- fight was awesome. The chicken that was fight cool. was, it was very cool. I got to put that up. But I don't think anything like that's really going to happen. I might meet some cool character. There was a, I met a whale before. some king whale dude or he's a dolphin or something. There was this big... Oh, I got to show you the fairy. Dolphin, dolphins can be like, lovely creatures, but they can be real, real they're pretty buggers. Cool. They're clever. Yeah, they can. if they don't like you, they're going to... Slap you around. Did you have a bad experience with the dolphin? No, I've seen pictures. It's funny. Okay. <laughs> um, but I don't think that this is something that, like, 
you got when I say that like this is so cool and like you know Zelda's the greatest game and blah 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 like you kind of know the sort of things. That- so so what you're telling me is. Unlike the moratorium I put on Final Fantasy fifteen, yeah. I won't have to do that for Zelda, but I might have to do it for Horizon. Potentially. For those of you who didn't see it, I pointed at Joe. He's looking at me like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think that you're going to hear much more of it and it's other than I'm still playing it. And I think I'll always be still playing it. It'll always be something in the background, even when Mass Effect comes out and stuff. Yep. You know, because of the connection that I have with, with Jen playing it. Yep. You know, I don't see her going in and playing Mass Effect. Although, if this is a gateway drug to games like Mass Effect, <laughs> man, I'm well on my way. I'm, I'm pumped. But let's just say for now that this is the thing that we keep popping in the Switch. And I think every- the experience and- is going to be so different that, yeah. Absolutely. But now, you know, now I can go on the big TV and I can play Mass Effect or whatever and she'll just undock the Switch and it'll do its clicky thing and then she'll keep playing. Yeah. And then she'll nudge me and be like, help me with this and I'll be cool. And one day she won't need help anymore. Yeah. That that happened to me once. It was horrible because it just yeah went the other way on me. Did it? Yeah. Oh, she stopped beating you. Oh, horribly, so horribly. <laughs> oh right, of course. But she seems to be like she you just you, picks stuff but up. Do you, and- do you know which game I'm talking about? Is it Tetris? No, te- Tetris. We've had a scoreboard that's been running for over three years now, and yeah, she's beating me, but what is it's, it? it's close. So on the DS, do you remember Elite Beat Agents? Yeah, man, good game. Great game. I got up to about level four and got really stuck because I'm not particularly great at rhythm games. I really appreciate the game for its design and it's it's a really spectacularly odd game. It's kind of like Project Rob, which was also very odd. Project Rob? You don't remember Project Rob on the <laughs> I reckon John on the has DS? this crazy collection of weird games that we just don't know anything about. He likes, There's some games he mentions and I'm just like, yeah, man, I know that. And then like later I have to Google it. Like, what is Project Rob? Oh, I'll bring it in and show you one day. It's it has the. I hope m- it's actually a video game. Like, <laughs> it shows up in the glove or something. <laughs> oh, that just got really wrong. Um, funnily so enough, it, this yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does the switch <laughs> click, but it's a glove. It's like <laughs> wait till I show you the cover of the game, put out by Sega, one of the launch titles for the DS. It has, I don't know what that beep was. Um, it it has the. The weirdest, yeah, the weirdest title, the weirdest cover that all of it is so stupidly suggestive and yet none of the game is really ever like that. It's just, a, a, it's a selection, a, it's, a cool? it's a collection of mini games that were just really well designed for the DS and the screen. Wow. Um, but they're, they're tied together in, no, there's not really a story. Uh, there's a bit of fun. But anyway, Elite Beat Agents, um, I, I gave it to M one day to try out. This was early on when we were dating and I said, look, it's something different. You might enjoy it. So she tried it out before I knew it. Not only has she completed the entire game. So she got way past the fourth level and was just tapping away to the point now where if one of those, cause in, um, in the Western world, all the songs in elite, but are, are pop songs, popular pop songs. So stuff of the, of the time, there's a few classics and then some songs are very dated now. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was it was called something different in Japan, and I can't remember now. Um, but it's the same basic game, but there was Japanese pop songs and some differences to the levels. But essentially, you're a group of secret agents that um, go around as cheerleaders for people that are having emotional crises. It's, is that really the story? That it's is the plot. Story. It is the funniest plot ever. <laughs> it is hilarious. And so you're tapping away to the beat of the music to get these cheerleaders to do their bit. And, and they're guys in black suits. They look like men in black. Um, was this a Square Enix game? No. 
What is oh, sorry, who's sorry the, to railroad you? No, that's right. What is the game? I keep there's Elite Beat Agents, and then there was another game. Oh man, this is going to get me. Sorry, I keep talking about it. I'll think of it at some yeah, point. Yeah, I'll, I'll find your pictures yeah. and show you as well. Um, but anyway, so she completed the entire game, blew me away because yeah. she got really good at it. And when oh, I wish I could remember one of the songs right now. Um, do you remember that song, Walkie Talkie Man? No, nope. Uh, it was yeah, a, it was it was a Kiwi band. I do. Um, I'm not singing. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm trying to think. Is that song in it? Yeah. So there the, were real songs in this game. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's like um, I think there's a Christina Aguilera song in there, and there's um, there's, it, there's not the classics. Though, right? No, it's they're like singing. On the DS. Yeah. Wow. But you're not singing. No, you're, no. You're tapping. You're tapping. You're tapping to the beat and following these markers on screen. And when some of those songs come on the radio, I can see M in her head tap, tap, tap. That's moving so cool. The, it's like it's cra- hero lines. In, in, yeah. In, in, in it's crazy. So she finished it, then went back and completed it on hard, then unlocked an extra difficulty level and finished most of that. I think she finished. No, actually, I'm wrong. She finished all of How that. How long did this take her to do? Uh, a lot quicker than I'd like to admit. So you didn't play each other with this? So there is a multiplayer mode that does work um, with one cartridge wireless play, which was one of the DS's best but most underused features. Apparently the Switch has that too. Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which is another reason why I'm becoming more and more enamored. I just, yeah, I'm not going to get one, unfortunately. But... um, the, the cool thing about that is we used to play and it would give you it wouldn't give you all the songs it would give you some of them if you had another cartridge and you had access to all and she would whip me like there was no tomorrow like I'd be tapping away and she'd just be smashing me out of the park I could not beat her so we don't play it anymore for me for me and Ali it's Tekken we used to play Tekken <laughs> yeah. a lot um, on what was it on PlayStation she's just button mash oh, no, no it was Xbox 360 and um yeah, at first, like I was trying to teach but her. Did she learn the moves? No. Oh, she would just. She well, there was one character. Oh, what's the? It all, it's always one character. Whatever it is, and I think it was Capoeira, whatever it was, and she would just absolutely decimate me. Like I'm talking almost to perfect each time. I couldn't do anything, and she <laughs> like it, it was button mashing, but it was specific button mashing. Yeah, she knew how to button mash for that character. Oh yeah, and at the right time. Like yeah. it wasn't just like repeated like I would go in and she and she'd go for it. Oh wow. And I was just I, I couldn't beat her with this with this character. Um yeah, I don't know. I have a question for you. Do you remember the first game you played with a significant other? With your with your with your partners? Do you remember the first like game? Like first game we played together or first yeah. or first gaming experience together? Because I can tell you my first real the the game that got I think Ali more interested in gaming and I've said it on the podcast. Well, before. if you have both, then give us both. Well, that would be Prince of Persia, the yep. um, the center time, like when we particularly the ending when yep. we, when, when you climb the tower, um, and and just that kind of whole moment. It was with her family as well. That was. Oh, they watched the, it happen. They, 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 we were away, and that was like it was interesting for everybody, and it was a real discussion. And I think that's when you know gaming kind of could be seen by everyone as this is something more than you know, what it used to be, like in, in people's heads, you know, the Nintendo Sega Day sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, first game we played together, I don't know. I like lots of, like we played a lot of Tekken. I used to have DDR. We played a bit of DDR yeah. as well, um, Guitar Hero and things like that. Yeah. Big game that we played, uh, the game we probably played the most together would be Lips um, on the Xbox. Yes, we had all I know. Of the, um, like I've said, world champs, like literally first in a few of the songs in duets because nobody um, else owns those songs well people do but not many <laughs> um, but we like we played oh, like we would play that all the time um, bit of Guitar Hero Rock Band and things like that um, Bejeweled and things as well yeah. but I can't, I, I can't pinpoint the first one 
What about you guys? I, I can't either because I know that I tried with a few little games early on to try and see if she'd take to any of them. I, I love converting people who say they're not really gamers back into gamers. And the more I spoke to Em, the more I found out she had a history of gaming without... You know how some people say, no, I'm not really a gamer, but you know they've played games. Yeah. You just got to figure out what they are. Like So for her, it was things like uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, the original one on PC, she used to play it with her brother. Yeah. And The Incredible Machine on PC. Yep. Yeah. So um, I, I don't have a, a distinct memory of the very first game we played together. Um, I know I tried a few things like our experiences with Halo, uh, her staring at the ground and not yeah. being able to figure out which way to go and then eventually getting her into a warthog and killing us both with the rocket launchers into a wall. Um, so we don't play that anymore. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, now for us, it's like we do have a, a series of games now. It's you know Tetris and yeah. it's a rock band, a Beatles rock band. Yeah. It, to the point where we have together completed the entire storyline and almost I think we have two photos left to unlock which we'll do nice yeah so no it's good what are you laughing at I was just laughing thinking about when you said what she what Emmy used to play I know why Ali got off video games she she used to play um, Sonic <laughs> sorry no she played Altered Beast and I think that would get anybody off video games which yeah I tried hard. to go back to it it's, yeah it's not a good game Altered Beast is an amazing game no it's not it isn't? No. Since when? Don't don't replay it, Jace. Don't don't do it. Rise from your grave. Rise from your grave. No, it, it's it's not good. I'm shaking my head. No. This, this, I, I, I've still got it. If you really want to experience it, I can help you with no, that. But I don't want to shatter the memories. Of don't shatter the memories. What about you, Jace? I guess that's... Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, for us, like, just the memories that come in, um, it was... I was playing... No, on her phone, she was playing Crossy Road. And I was oh, yeah. playing Crossy Road. And we were both... What's your high school? in bed and... Oh, it's not that high, man. It's probably like 300 and something. So is mine. Yeah. 320. I was, I was leading at yeah, work. I'm pretty sure mine's 321. Mine's 323. Um, sure. oh, what is it? 333. I was just saying 323. Oh, get stuffed. I'm so bitter. It's not even on my phone, though. It was on my nephew's phone. Uh, nephew. Oh, nephew's, nephew's phone. phone. Yeah, yeah inverted phone. commas. Yeah, whatever. That doesn't yeah. count. Until, until I see a score, yeah. I'm, I'm leading. In fact, I'll bring um, up the score now just to prove it. But, yeah, no, uh, like, we, we had those. But, I mean, uh, at the time, I had those games like um, Nidhogg and... Uh, you Love know, Nidhogg. Nidhogg and, like, Overcooked-type games and things yeah. like that. So, yeah. I mean, that's that sort of started um, started with us, I guess, yeah. There's probably something that, that kick-started it, but I, it's hard to say what. I just... Yeah, I just remember there were a lot of nights. It was weird. Crossy Road of all the games. It's Frogger. It ah, it's brilliant we, Frogger. We, we, we Do you know how many people don't know that it's Frogger? That's the... Yeah, Frogger's Crossy Road. Yeah. Oh, people that don't remember Frogger. Wait a second. Why doesn't it not show a high school? There we go. 314. 211. Oh, 314. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. 211's yeah. the coins. I'll check later. I'll check later. I don't know. Well, we have a new competition, gents. We do. We do. I uh, hope it doesn't end like the achievement points one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're just joking. Well, this is, yeah. What would you say yours is? Your 314. 314. That's better than mine on my phone. You're 282. 282. Yes. You're good. This, this is your chance to get me on the achievement points now that I've got Horizon and then. You, you, re- you realize I'm going to put a, a constant scoreboard update on our website now? Do it. Yeah. Done. We'll just put it on the side. I can yeah. do that. I'll okay. put it on the website. Yeah. Wouldn't it be awesome if I could figure out a way for it to pick up the scores as they happened? So okay. Like, go and update them? Oh, that would be awesome. So, <laughs> I'm going to set a challenge out to the listeners. If you also want to be on the Crossy Road uh, challenge box, send us in screenshots. I want a screenshot. Oh, but they could get a screenshot from anywhere. We need a picture of them holding today's paper with the photo, <laughs> with the picture of. It doesn't have to be them. I just need today's paper and a screenshot. But they could also take a screenshot from the internet and put it on there. 
Okay. Then I have to Photoshop it. I need a picture. No, you could you could screenshot your phone from somebody else's and put it on just holding the picture up. Yeah, but then you still need today's paper. What am I missing here? It's no, no, going to all the effort. No, no, but they're finding a screenshot online. But if they find a screenshot online and then what? Yeah, they put it on their phone. Yeah, and today's paper. Yeah, they are crafty out there. We're on gonna, a system. On a system. We're going to trust you. If you send us a ridiculous score, I want to see a video of it. <laughs> You yeah, need to fair. prove it. You have to do it live with a video as it's happening. Just send us something. Nobody's doing all yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a screenshot. Let's. You know what? We're we're all adults here. We want to trust you. Send us. We want to trust they, you. They trust you, but they don't trust me with my 333. <laughs> no, we don't. But we're going to trust the rest of you. Who has a nephew? The games are on. The games are on. The games are foot. Sorry. What does that even mean? A foot. It's a Sherlock Holmes. So it yeah, sounds like a boring game to me. Like, yeah, the game is a foot. Mm. Well, you strap on this foot and walk around, confuse people that you've got three feet when really you've only got two. Sure. <laughs> that just became creepy, didn't it? What are, is it? Are we done with this? No, apparently not. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, what I'm playing at the moment is nowhere near as interesting as... No, you know what? For me, it's interesting. I'm enjoying it. So I finished... I know in the last podcast I complained about Halo Wars 2. It's still Halo, so I'm still going to enjoy it and love it. So I finished it on Legendary. It got a little better, actually, replaying it. Um, you said you did it with the skulls. Yeah. Well, you unlock skulls by finishing certain bonus objectives throughout the game. So it's not like you went and found them like you did in the in the first game. If you finished a bonus objective, a skull would appear on the map and you could collect it. If you didn't collect it, it sucks to be you. Um, in the second game, as soon as you complete that objective, you just got the skull. Right. But if you turn on the skulls, most of them were positive. They they gave you extra health for your characters. They gave you faster build times. So completely unlike the skulls in Halo. Completely unlike. Um, they just decreased your score. So if you wanted a certain medal, you wouldn't get it. But you could easily go back, play the game on easy yeah. or the mission on easy and get the gold medal anyway. So it all adds up in the end. So, I mean, it ended up being a bit of fun and it's still Halo lore. The the good thing is the DLC is actually going to add a lot of a lot more um, campaign content saying, going yeah, on. So I think I mentioned it last time. So I'm looking forward to that. But I also played. I've gotten back into Halo Five because I'm feeling Halo. Really? And I, you know what, Halo Five was probably the 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 main line Halo game that I've enjoyed the least. And I, I'm enjoying it more the second time round. I'm playing Legendary. It is hard. Because you have to change the way you play. You actually depend on your squad more, but you've got to use them smartly. Yeah. And that's something I just didn't do the first time around. You, they were just background characters that ran around with you. Yeah. Now, I need them rescuing me. I need them distracting the enemy as I'm pumping all the bullets into them and hoping that they're just doing a little bit. Um, it becomes a, a very different game in well, terms Halo of tactics. Halo Legendary is a, is, is a different game than Halo on normal, whatever it is. Like the AI is... So smart okay. in Halo. Let, let me give the difference though this time around. I go up to hit a grunt, like you, you normally bash grunts and it's a quick way to not have to waste any ammo and stuff. And even on Legendary, you can still get away with that in all the other Halo games. Now I hit the grunt, they look at me, turn around, hit me and I die. <laughs> like they become super gods all of a sudden. Super grunt. Super grunt, exactly. And then they laugh at you. They're evil buggers. Um I actually am enjoying Halo 5. I mean, it's an old game now, but it's... It's brilliant, though. Yeah, no, it's it's much better than I, I gave it credit for. Jace did ask me the other day when we were playing Rocket League, um, was there a Warthog level in it? And I couldn't answer it at the time, which makes me a little sad to realize that it hasn't had that same impact, but there are a couple of levels. They're not, they're not as big as I, I feel some of the other games did with it, but yeah, they're there. Cool. 
but that's um, not to bore everyone with my halo, constant Halo talk, but yeah, there you go. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> we will never tell you to stop talking about Halo. I, and I'm not going to, so. Yeah. Awesome. It was good. Cool. Yeah. I have not played any more Final Fantasy VII. Do you think you will? Yes. Wow. I just, I've got a good book I'm reading on the train, so. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I want to finish it. I'm, I'm engaged enough now that I want to see a resolution. Do you reckon you can knock it out by the end of the year? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I'm a little scared a when you said it's 50 hours and I'm only like... I don't know if it is. Like, like, I just remember it being long. I'm five hours in. Truth yeah. be told, I don't really know how but to Because I, I haven't left Midgar and you keep saying there's a big world outside of it and the game even implies that. I'm a little scared because I'm like, what is, how can... What? Bigger? It's already big enough. <laughs> <laughs> the world gets bigger outside of Midgar. Uh, I want some cool powers. Give me more powers. There's plenty of cool powers. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll get back to it. Should we wrap this up? Oh, is it that time already? I don't know. It's one nineteen. Is that what's the time that we normally go? That's to? about the normal time we go to. But is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Because or anything else you'd like to add to what you talked about tonight? Because I know this has been a really passionate discussion about the stuff you're playing at the moment and two games that are very much contenders for game of the year this year. Well, I think Jason said that you would say Zelda is a system seller. Okay. I, I would definitely say if you've got a PlayStation 4, you want to get Horizon. Like, it's it's brilliant. But Is Uncharted still better than Horizon? I, I like it. Uncharted is still my favourite game. Uncharted 4 is still my favourite game. Is it your favourite game on PlayStation or your favourite game? No, my favourite game on PlayStation. What is your favourite game? Prince of Persia. It's still Prince of Persia. It's still Prince of Persia. Yeah. It, it's my favourite. It's not the best game I've ever played. What's the best game you've ever played? Let's, have a, let, let's do a whole podcast on that one time. I don't need to. It's Zelda. What's yours? <laughs> yours would be Halo. Still, yeah, it, it, it see. Well, not, but I'm not talking about like Halo, like, like the original Halo, like. But yours would have to be, wouldn't it be Halo? Yeah, but I like three or something. I've always, oh, but again, I, see, I, even I, the original is one of my all time favorites. But I, I have a distinction between best game and favorite game, though. I've I I struggle with the concept of assigning something as my my all time favorite because I I play different yeah, things for different yeah. reasons. And that's true. Like that's the thing. Like I. We, you know what, just really quickly, and I, I really mean it, I think we should do a whole podcast on this. Where, like, we got to doing podcasting. We've done some, you know, negative episode podcasts as well. But I think where... Opportunistic, like, I think, is the word you're looking for. <laughs> nice, positive spin. Yeah. Negative, like, zero episodes, what I, what I meant. Um, and where this all came from, I think, like, Jason and I, from when, as long as we've known each other, we're talk, talking, talking about doing a website. And and then there was that. What am I chopped liver? No, no, but but we had. And that was like something that Jason and I had talked about when we went to an event. There was an event that we went to and we yeah. went to the Link Chocolate Cafe afterwards. Left out. And then you were invited. You, you weren't able to come. Yeah. Hey, that's not my fault. <laughs> but it's <laughs> mine. It's my fault. It's for you. <laughs> Sorry. No, there was, this, there was this moment. No, I feel we left out. There was this moment. There was this, I like how everyone's felt left out at some point in this, except for me. Um, Are you left so out? We'll work on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was that? You feel left out that you weren't left out. There you go. Yeah, I guess so. That's nice. Sorry, I, still, I still feel good. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm safe here. You you think of something, Jono. You'll get there. Okay. Um, no, we were at the this Link Cafe and we, we had a chat about it. And then I thought I was pretty excited at the time about the yeah. concept of it. You were too. And then nothing eventuated. Yeah. I don't, actually, you know what? You were going to say something, but I don't actually have no idea what made Versus Play happen. I and, think and it's very no, recent. This is what I'm going to say. I think it was, there was that hashtag like, a year and a bit ago, which was 
top seven uh, games. It was too. And, it was. And I messaged it. you guys and I'm like, I want to do this with you guys. I want I want to hear what your top seven game is. And I had so much fun. I've still got the list on my phone. So do I. Of about 100 games that I'm like, these are the best games I've ever played. And whittling that down to seven games, we're going to do a podcast special on that one day. And I, my Anniversary, seven, anniversary edition. We are. And, and my seven. Yeah. Let's is, do it on the year on. What what was, oh, now we need to figure out when we started. We can figure that out very easily. What, what counts? What constitutes like when we first started? Well, a year the, first, the first one we put out. Episode, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah right, I cool. agree with Jonah. And um, I think we do that episode then. And my top seven is different now than it was when we did that. But very that's, cool. yeah. And, and, like to say one favorite game, yeah, I, I, I think there's like John said, there's different days, and you're, you're shaking your head, you're looking at your list, you disagree now. I, I don't know if I'd change my list. Yeah. Although, I I struggled with the list, but that's for another podcast. Yeah, it is for another podcast. But anyway, take it home, John. As always, thank you for listening to Versus Player. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Casts. Pocket Casts? Yeah. Yeah, Pocket Casts. Uh, on versusplayer.com. You can also find oh, it's us. It's got a special Zelda thing this week. Oh, it's it really does. Cool. Yeah, it is. It's very nice. Take a look. It won't appear on your mobile devices. Um, so I still haven't seen it, actually. You'll have to show have me. Have you still not seen it? I haven't booted up my computer in a while. And Oh, awesome. We'll take a look in a sec. And. As always, you'll also find us on Instagram and Facebook. You know what? If you enjoy this podcast, not only can you write to us at podcast at versusplayer.com or podcasts at versusplayer.com, but we'd really love it if on iTunes you were to leave a comment, a review on what you think of it because, you know what, we enjoy doing this for you guys and that would mean the world to us. And and thank you to the people who we've been getting a bit more emails in and we've got yep. more comments on the website as well. And like you said, like it does, it, it, I wake up in the morning and I see those emails there and those comments and it really just, it's awesome. It's great that people it is. are like, enjoying it. And you, you have, I don't know, like I think for a lot of people, if they're in the big leagues and stuff like that and they've, you know, you know, your game spots and things like that. Like, it's just part of their job. Like, not not discrediting them at all, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, we're, we are the small guys. Of course. We're the underdogs. Yeah. yeah. And so, for every message you send, like, it doesn't get filtered through 10 mail systems before you're trying to get to the guy <laughs> you want to speak to. You're coming straight to us. In yeah. fact, we all share the same inbox. We do. Yeah. We all have the exact same inbox. So, when you're writing to us, even though we have all these different aliases, to be totally honest with you guys, it's all going to one spot. Podcast, everything. And, like... Just to have your our emails dinging it from not being from some Twitter response or like something <laughs> the the website's down or something like that, like having it actually come from a real human person. Yeah. Oh, exciting! Um, it, it's a, it's actually a big deal to us. So um, please keep doing it if you can. And yeah. just to you two guys, Jono and Jace, I know we're having a bit of a go at each other with the you know leaving each other out. But if it was just us doing this with each other, it's enough for me. Yeah, did I? It's not enough. I want to be a moon. <laughs> that would be nice too. Um, feedback people if, if there's things that you'd like us to change if things you'd like to hear from us we'd also love that yeah. um if there's things that you really like that helps us make this better and more enjoyable for all of you but right now i i think i speak for all three of us that we enjoy what we do and yeah. we hope you feel that too here here so well that was a sappy ending wasn't it um say something funny yeah i got nothing okay <laughs> so yeah wow yeah no, nothing at all thanks people Tune in next time for another exciting episode of Versus Player. Bye. Make, make the switch noise. Make the switch noise.